If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov slash careers. See yourself here. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> and Justin's on mute. You guys, no, I just think he just missed the cue, so he was just like, ah. All right, starting off tonight, hitting the water as usual. We're getting fired up. You know why he's hitting the water? We're out here in the desert in Arizona. The summer tour is starting to wind down a little bit, and it's getting hot up in here. Training camp starts, so that's great, great stuff. But we're here to celebrate Arizona, all the great things for the Cardinals. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Oh, uh, yeah, you said, you know, getting hot. I mean, I've been on the West Coast. I've been on the East Coast. I will definitely, every day of the week, take the West Coast dry heat over the East Coast under boobs already sweating by the time I get outside, humidity and heat. Um, but, yeah, it's great to be on the show. It's great to be talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, get studying, boy. We'll definitely kick that around, to say the least. And, yeah, absolutely, East Coast. You know, we're down here in Florida. Swamp ass is the word. Welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flander Macaronis. Yeah, I uh, can't wait to talk about uh, mandatory study time. Uh, uh, so we'll get into that again. Uh, always do not forget, go to tssfantasy.com. Check out our rankings, our merchandise. Check out Greg O.J. Mayer, who writes for us for Knights of the Roundtable. Um, and don't forget, we're giving away, we're giving away a Leroy Butler Hall of Fame jersey on Hall of Fame weekend. All you got to do is go to the website and register and hit subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> Nick, and I know I, Jason's going to 
going to correct me on it. Nick, Nick's just going way too far, bro. All right, you are you did good. Let's do the TSS and let's do the roundtable. I got I got to hit the subscribe button. You don't got to go to TSS. You ain't got to register. It's so easy. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Leroy Butler left us a Hall of Fame signed jersey on our little summer vacation. We appreciate you, Leroy. We're going to give it away to the people for you. All you got to do is hit subscribe real easy. Don't complicate things like Nick. <laughs> also, don't forget, you don't can live hard at, at TSSFantasy.com. You can also sign up for the show on your fantasy league as well. So you want to check that out. Take your fantasy league to the next level. All available TSSFantasy.com. And don't forget, fantasy season's coming. Get on Underdog Fantasy Use the promo key TSS. Why? Because you're going to get all of our great stuff, of course. But you're also going to get double, double your deposit up to $100. And we're going to have lots of great contests, which will include Miami Dolphin home tickets. We'll have Gatorland tickets. Lots of exciting things. Nick, why are we doing all this? <sighs> because we can, guys. Because we can. And also... Because we're the fantasy show of the people. The people. Nick, you got this all screwed up. We're going to have to talk about this later because I, I I made certain cues and you're screwing all it up. All right. We don't, we don't got to give everybody the, the deal. <laughs> we'll just fix it backstage. Not <laughs> in Arizona. The doc is here with us. We got three guests waiting on us, too. Let's hear what the doc has to say before we bring in our guests. Check it out. Look. I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in, and I hope you got your fan or something with you because it is hot. We're not used to this dry heat neither. We're out in the desert in hot Arizona. Welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Hey, it is great to be here with you tonight. Tonight on the house call, I'm going to ask our upcoming guests to fact check me on this. Is James Conner really catching 95% of the balls thrown his way? Fact check tonight. I know. Hey, we got a little bit of time. Maybe I'll do a little fact checking while we're at it. All right. So let's go on. Let's talk about this high octane offense. Obviously, the leader in this high octane offense, Kyler Murray, um, one of the best QBs in the league, especially young QBs, um, you know, in the league, up and comer. What say you on his percent to the bench going into 2022? I don't think he's hit his ceiling yet. You know, Murray played in every game during his first two seasons. Wasn't sidelined till last year, season three, where he missed three games with that ankle sprain we talked about for a while. Now, it's impressive it only cost him three games. I want to say that this is a durable guy if he went down with a medial ankle and was back, you know, in under a month. So I'm not worried about Murray's durability. And even on the, the plus side, further than that, you get a consistent 21 points per game from him. This is a reliable quarterback. I'm looking for big things this year from him. We're going with a low 10% to the bench. 10% to the bench. Kyler Murray, a healthy Kyler Murray all year. Again, I mean, unfortunately, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has a suspension to 
um, go go with um, to start the season. But once he comes back, this high-octane offense, like I said, could be something to watch indeed. Speaking of your aforementioned player, let's go to James Conner. I know you wanted to bring him up prior. This guy right here, man, like he is, I mean, he was the bee's knees last year in Arizona, um, especially getting a lot of end zone, um, a, lot, a lot of touchdowns last year for James Conner, essentially. So, my friend, he has been hampered by injuries in the past. So we're going to go to you on his percent to the bench this upcoming season with no Chase Edmonds to back him up. So he's been hampered in the past, but last season he played in 15 games, which is the most of any season of his career. And so at 27, he's not showing signs of your usual running back decay. In fact, he may be peaking. And plus last season, he was much more involved in the pass game. And as I was looking at his statistics, I'm certain I'm wrong. But what I found was 37 receptions on 39 targets. And so I need our show's guests tonight to fact check that. There's no way I'm correct. But if I am, how do you not draft this guy, right? And with 15 games played last season, I'm feeling good. He seems to be peaking. We're going to go 40% to the bench, which is lower, about a third lower than the national running back average. That is right. So if you've watched these in the past, you know that the average is right around 65%. We are going lower on James Conner. Watch out. Healthy Arizona team. Watch out for the NFC. And, uh, you know, and again, we've talked about this NFC before not being highly contested. Arizona could be that dark horse team in the NFC this year. Dr. Miller, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We'll see you on our next stop. See you then. So, Dr. Miller, here is your stat. Last year, James Conner, 94.9% catch rate. So, he was correct. Uh, The year prior, he was 81.4. And prior to that, 89.5%. So, good stat there, Doc. We appreciate it. All right, we got got some people waiting on us. We're going to hit our little promo and bring in our Arizona Cardinal guests. Watch out when we come to your city You'll be looking ugly, we'll be sitting pretty Face off, a game in a big dome Spread it out, throw it long, watch the birds go Set this place on fire Get in your head, take over your mind We'll make them pay for mistakes Kick, take names we- Let's welcome into our studio tonight our Cardinal of the Red Sea. Which it's so cool learning all this stuff. Didn't know it was called the Red Sea. Well, let's welcome in the Red Sea tonight. First, we'll start with Alex Clancy. We'll start with you since you're on the left side here on my with locked on Arizona Cardinals. Welcome into the studio, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. We appreciate having you. This should be a fun night. Jason, welcome in from No Context Cards. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Uh, we excited to be here. I'm in some good company tonight. So, Yeah, indeed. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are indeed. Robert, the 2021 Cardinal Fan of the Year. Welcome into the studio, sir. Hey, thank you very much. Good to see you, fellow Red Sea members, too. All right, the Red Sea rises tonight. It's going to be fun. Let's get things started. We'll talk about the 
2022 outlook for the Cardinals. Let's talk about last year. Obviously, uh, 2021, 11 and six. A little disappointing for you guys because right off the jump, you lost to the Rams, 34 to 11. Very disappointing outing in the playoffs. Um, quite frankly, started out as one of the hottest teams in the league, seven and zero. Um, looking like things were gangbusters, and then just started to struggle down the stretch, um, unfortunately. Um, offensively, in yardage, you were number eight last year. Uh, for points, you were number 11 for points scored. Tenth in rush yards and tenth in pass yards. So a very uh, very good offense, to say the least. Defensively, de- uh, 11th in yardage. You were 11th in points against. Uh, 20th versus the rush and 7th. Versus the pass, which is pretty good to say the least. Um, you lost Christian Kirk in the offseason. Linebacker Chandler Jones. Chase Edmonds, mentioned him prior. Linebacker Jordan Hicks. Defensive end Jordan Phillips. Obviously, the addition of Marquise Brown is big for you guys uh, to take away from um, the loss of Christian Kirk, um, which I think really is an upgrade for you rather than a downgrade. Um, no first-round draft picks in the draft this year. You did draft in the second round Terry McBride. Um, as a tight end, so something you look out maybe to back up Zach Ertz, who's getting a little up there in age. Defensive end Cameron Thomas uh, and Maya Sanders. I probably got that all wrong. Uh, as your other uh, defensive end as well, and some few other key pieces in the defensive end, in defensive department. So um, let me just say this um, about this team. You guys look essentially uh, just like you did last year. I mean, lost some pieces on the defense, but quite frankly, the NFC lost some pieces. So I think you guys are right in the same wheelhouse around 11 to 12 wins as last year. Um, might not win this NFC East, but could get in the playoffs and definitely make noise, to say the least. But who cares what I think? That's why we brought our guest in. Let's start, Alex, with you first. Give us your 2022 outlook for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, there's still a lot of question marks going into the season. You know, um, Steve Kimes' plan this offseason obviously was to stack the offense, trading for Hollywood Brown, drafting Trey McBride, um, you know, it, uh, re-signing Zach Ertz, re-signing James Conner. Uh, luckily, Rodney Hudson came back. So I've said up until this point since 2019 that the defense has been the more stable side of the ball. And, like, by default, I feel like that's going to shift this year. With, with who they have on the roster on offense, they should be able to put up close to a 30-burger a game, which will negate any sort of shortcomings they have on defense because they haven't bolstered that too much this offseason. Um, it's been a clunky, weird kind of offseason. Peaks, fun stuff, a lot of silence. Kyler Murray just got his contract. I mean, for content purposes, it's been a circus. It's been wild. It's been fantastic. And we'll see. I mean, I have them winning 11 games again next year. They've got kind of a honeypot uh, portion of their uh, schedule after the murderers row of Kansas City, then in Vegas, and then at home against the Rams where they can stack some wins. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting 2022 for sure. Certainly a fun time for those covering the Cardinals. Absolutely. I hear you. All right, Jason, what say you, my friend? Uh, what's the 2022 outlook for the Cardinals as you see it? Yeah, I'd have to agree mostly with, with Alex there. Um, I think there's it's, it was an uneventful off-season for, for a long time, but it's kind of picked up now recently with Kyler's extension and a, and a few other few other things like getting Rodney Hudson back. I think that's big. Um, but yeah, with, with Kyler's extension now, we basically have, have two years before uh, his salary cap numbers are going to skyrocket. So I really think it's important that we can do something this year 
and next year. Um, whether that will happen, maybe not as optimistic. I think we really well to match uh, the win total of last year uh, because you know there's been a few key losses, especially on defense, like Chandler Jones and uh, you know Robert Alford, a cornerback. There's big question marks at middle linebacker with uh, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. Um, so yeah, I, I think defensively, it's it's we won't be reaching the top ten or the kind of stats you were mentioning there a second ago. Uh, but hopefully, Kyler can put the team on his back. When you have a quarterback like him, we'll never be out of game. Uh, and with his new friend Hollywood Brown in the fold now as well, uh, hopefully we can we can match that eleven wins. Uh, but yeah, I, I, my prediction for the year is somewhere between nine and eleven wins. Yep, I you know I certainly think that might be good enough to get you in the playoffs in the NFC this year. Robert, what say you, my friend, fan of the year? Are you going to boost us up and give us a a big bold prediction, or where do you say these Cardinals are this year? I think we'll win either between nine and eleven games. Though we need to stay healthy. Though it's going to be a rough beginning without DeAndre Hopkins. And we don't know about Marquise Brown because he hurt his hamstring recently at Cardinals camp. So hopefully he's ready for week one against Kansas City. Yeah, well, we shall see. It's going to be interesting. Nick, we're going to kick it to you, sir. Hopefully we're not going to pout on this team tonight. What say you on the 2022 outlook for the Cardinals? Well, um, I'm not studying as much as I used to, so uh, what I'll do is I will say definitively you guys will win at least 10 games this offseason. Your defense right now is coming in ranked 23rd according to Sportsnot. Your your offensive line is is pretty solid. Um, Again, there are question marks, especially how is Daryl Williams going to fit into the backfield as well as what uh, Chase Edmonds did. Uh, I'm hoping he can he can fit that void. And then James Conner, you know, he was, a, he was a stealer, and I was a big fan of his, except uh, towards the latter part of the season, or the later part of the season, rather, he would falter. He would, he would tire out, and, and, and he'd miss games. But last year, he seemed to be fresh the whole season. So I hope he can keep that up. Um, but I... I don't see any reason why you guys can't get um, double-digit wins this year uh, just as long as, again, injuries and uh, Hopkins coming back and get him into the fold as, as soon as we can. And, again, don't forget about Zach Ertz. Don't forget about Zach Ertz. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blueculinary. Big red zone target. 
All right, yes. Don't forget about any ex-Steeler or Eagle. That will be Nick advice. Justin, what say you, sir, on the 2022 Cardinals? Uh, nine to eleven. I think everybody's in the right ballpark. Uh, they can't. They're not a bad. They're not a terrible team. They're a really good team, but there are holes in this team, and you know a lot of it comes along the defense. I mean, you guys lost Jordan Hicks, who was, I believe, your guys' top tackler. Uh, you do have Jalen Thompson, who surprisingly had over a hundred tackles in the secondary. That's pretty wild. Um, but you still got Buda Baker back there to uh, seal it off. Um, on the front, losing Chandler Jones is going to be huge. Hopefully, Zach Allen's up for the challenge of, um, you know, getting after the quarterback this year. I, I know he's always been a good run stopper, but um, he needs to really get into that nine sack category if we're going to even think about him being a band aid for Chandler Jones and what the impact that he made last year and the years prior. Um, on the offensive side, Marquise Brown helps out a lot, uh, especially with DeAndre Hopkins being out for six games. Uh, I don't know if he can still appeal for that. Maybe he can get it down to four. But um, at this point, PEDs, usually they try to stick to a strictly six games uh, suspension for him. But as far as Marquise Brown goes, I mean, this is a guy who really changed his game last year. And I was reading a lot about what Cliff Kingsbury is thinking about for him. He's thinking about just playing him everywhere. He's thinking about, you know, I can play this guy in the slot. I can play him on the perimeter. I can play him as somebody who can take the top off, who can give me 10 yards, who can give me five yards. And like I always say, get five yards and go get me five afterwards. You know, he's that, he's that type of guy. And, you know, it's one thing that everybody's always been like, oh, he's just a straight burner. No, just unlock his talent, put him in different spots and use that speed. So, you know, the Ravens showed a little bit of it last year. Cliff Kingsbury's got the mind to kind of utilize that. Um, as far as James Connors, I'm not really high on him, but I'll talk about that later. Um, and then Daryl Williams. I really liked you guys bring on Daryl Williams. He's definitely somebody who fits the Connor um mold so if connor goes down like he's been prone to in the past you've got somebody who slides right into that role then obviously kyler needing to study a little bit more (laughs) but uh dude's the real deal i mean he's the closest thing to russell wilson i've seen in a long time and i hate seeing russell wilson because i'm a 49ers fan so um yeah i mean he's the real deal he's gonna go out there he's gonna win you games but he's also gonna lose you games so you know if he doesn't show up like he did in that rams game you might be in some trouble during the season but when he does show up he you know he puts a hell of a show on well he's gonna have to put a hell of a show up this year as everyone's mentioned some key pieces gone the defense they're definitely in the offense is gonna have to step it up but this is that offense that could step it up um, so I, you know, I do like their chances going into the season. Let's go into, we're going to go around, let's go opposite way. Robert, we'll start with you. Give me your most favorite game on the schedule that you're excited for this season. Oh, there's so many of them. Like we get to see a lot of future Hall of Famers though. So I'd have to say open day, be fun, see Mahomes, and get to go to a Cardinals game on Christmas day for the second year in a row to see him play Tom Brady. Man, this is exciting. Yeah, a lot. Hey, listen, the schedule makers definitely set it up uh, this season, to say the least. Jason, give me a game on the schedule that you're most excited for. Yeah, so the beauty, I suppose, of Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray is that you're kind of always excited to watch them win or lose. It's a a fun team to watch at the moment. 
so yeah, I can't wait for just quarterback duels between Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady as well. Uh, but personally, I don't know if you can tell by my accent, but I'm not from Arizona. I'm from Ireland. <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, I thought you were I'm from South up. Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to get down to Arizona this year for Thursday night football against the Saints. So that's the one I've circled on my calendar. Obviously. <laughs> I bet, absolutely. <laughs> Alex, what say you, sir? What's the game you're most uh, pumped for this year? Yeah, I mean, obviously Brady on on Christmas night. Um, the week one is fun because it's it's still kind of the preseason. So the Cardinals, if the Cardinals played the Chiefs. Later on in the season, I'd give them a little bit less of a chance. I think they're three-point dogs at home in week one. But what I'm more excited about is going to Vegas in week two. So, like, if they say it's a close game and, you know, it's it, the Cardinals end up losing week one and they go to Vegas, they play against Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, like, that's going to be some cojones checks, like, right away. Like, you're just getting off the plane for the 2022 season. If they lose week one and they're looking at the Rams to come home to afterwards – they've got to win one of those three games. And that's why the Rams, like the Raiders game is they're going to have to show, they're going to have to show up in Vegas because that's going to be a star studded event. Um, So yeah, I think that's the one I'm most excited about, but yeah, obviously Tommy boy on Christmas. Uh, (laughs) Tommy boy. Speaks for itself. Oh yeah, it certainly does. Justin, what say you, sir? Give me the game you're most excited for on the schedule. Um, Mexico city week 11, uh, 49ers, Cardinals, um, you guys don't really get a home game this year because that's treated as your home game. So it's a little unfortunate, but you got to win it, right? I mean, you took two from us last year, and I don't think that's going to happen again this year. With, But, you know, who knows? And then you also got the Trey Lance-Kyler Murray showdown. Two, you know, one who's an elite quarterback, Kyler Murray, and one who's looking to kind of be elite just like Kyler Murray. So it's going to be a very interesting showdown between the two teams. Um, and then obviously you get to party in Mexico city. If you go down there. Which <laughs> is Indeed. All right, Nick, what say you, sir? What's the game you're most hyped for? I am most hyped for week five, October 9th. When the Eagles come to town, because why? Cause I will be ass in seat. I'm going to that game. I can't wait to be there. It's going to be a fantastic game Two two high flying offenses. It's going to be a battle of the birds in the bird's nest and uh, well, your, your bird's nest, mm-hmm. not, not ours. So uh, it's going to be fantastic time. And that'll be, that'll be a, as Jason says, a fantasy bonanza. Yeah. And Robert, while you're at the game, sir, please seek out Nick and make sure you point him out to everyone. Um, you know, give him a hard time as he's there. That'll be, I'll be, that'll I'll be the idiot wearing, wearing green. Yeah, exactly. Wearing black because the Cardinals will be wearing their black jerseys that game, but their new black helmets too. Oh, that thing is so nice. badass, isn't it? Nice. That helmet. Nice. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, love it. gotta love it. All right. Well, the game I'm most excited for is the Chargers. I mean, that to me, I mean, you, again, look, they as you guys are talking, they got really do got a lot of good games, a lot of good shootouts for the Cardinals. So we're talking about this defense. I mean, quite frankly, might not even matter. Might just be who scores last in a lot of these games. Quite frankly, so who knows? All right, well, let's we we have a, a busy show, but I did want to kick it around real quick, Alex. Real quick, your thoughts on the Kyler Murray contract situation? So that just came out. What are your thoughts on him resigning and the language about him studying and stuff? Does that have any impact on you as a fan? How much time you got? 
<laughs> I mean, so like two minutes. So there, there's a there's a couple there's a couple of things here, and I talked about it on the podcast yesterday or the day before. Like, you look at it from Kyler's perspective. Yeah, watch more tape. Sure, do it. You look at it from Cliff's perspective. Hey, Cliff, what's your job here? You were brought in to mold and massage and grow Kyler Murray into a QB one. So I still I think he takes some of the blame here. Honestly, I do. Not a lot, but I think he takes some because the quarterback head coach um, relationship is not like other ones. This is a different beast. And I think it was a total power play by Michael Bidwell to say, you know what? It's my, my way of the highway, kid. Like, they could have talked about this. They could have sat on a plush leather couch and had a glass of wine and be like, listen, dude, we need a little more juice from you. Can you do that for us? This was a total power play, my way of the highway uh, move by Michael Bidwell. And I know that they gave him a whole lot of cheese. I know that. Every other quarterback that's gotten these contracts has never gotten something like this. This isn't skydiving. This isn't you know, playing basketball after hours like a lot of football players do. This is watch more film, young man. Michael Bidwell has no idea what he's doing with this specific clause, in my opinion. Kyler should watch more film, absolutely. But I think it was absolutely unnecessary to put in the contract. Yeah, and that, the my biggest thing is like you know they the, you know these people are smart and you know and, and they got a ton of people surrounding them and it's like hey you know this is gonna get out and it's gonna be a story and people are gonna talk about it and like so what are you, what are you doing like right before this right before the seat we're really doing I mean it really it doesn't make sense to me Jason what say you sir on that Yeah I'm, I'm just I'm so sick of all off season it's been just ups and downs and statements and leaks. And then just as we finally think we're done with it all, this comes out after the contract. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with with the both of you. Um, it's just it seems meaningless, and the fact that it's four hours as well. I mean, he's an NFL <laughs> quarterback. He's, he must be doing four hours regardless of the contract. If he's not doing four hours, he wouldn't have a job. So it's just it's all just yeah. As Alex said, and as you said, it's I don't know why that was in the contract. It's just going to create create this controversy from nothing again, just as we thought we were uh, we yeah. were finished with it all. Exactly. As you said, a roller coaster ride in off season continues to take another spill. Robert, does it affect you the way you see as a fan, the way you see uh Kyler Murray, um, the way you heard this contract was uh signed uh was signed? Franchise quarterbacks are very hard to come by. So it's either you push the reset button or you keep your franchise quarterback. Right. And it's important that he studies film, too, because you got to make adjustments all season long in order to be a contending and winning team. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think as we kind of echo what our guests are saying, it's, you know, it's kind of goes without saying that's what he's going to be doing. You can't perform at this level without some type of studying going into it. I mean, that's just kind of silly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we have Fantasy Feud cardinals edition it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to test your cardinals knowledge tonight when we get back hayden we love fantasy football we do it's a fantastic game yet still not perfect like i hate leaving high scoring players on my bench the worst man 
In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. Do you put them up? Reach the skies as the stars up above because it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. All righty, it is fantasy feud time. I am excited. We're just going to do this a triple threat tonight. I think that's just the best way to do it. And unfortunately, I don't have any fancy buzzers or anything. So (laughs) what's going to happen is I am going to say the question, ask the question, and you all will shout out your answer. If you do grab it, if it's correct, and you're first, um, uh, first shouting it out, you will get control of the round. Now, there'll be five answers, so if you close it out, great. If not, you got three strikes to close it out, and if not, we're going to take it to our guests to get a chance to close out the round. Does everyone pretty much understand the rules? Yeah, let's roll. Yes, sir. All right. Yo, it's time to play the feud. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. (laughs) Not going to be a long game tonight because we got Cardinals experts in the house. And I got some Cardinal questions lined up for you. Top five answers on the board. Here's the question. In Cardinals history, I want top five rushing TD leaders. David Johnson. David Johnson. I had to even double check this one. Oh, man. Jason, I think, was that you, Jason, who answered that? So David Johnson is correct. He's number four on this list with 33. Edwin James. Well, he's he has control now, oh, Alex. Damn it. Like, all good. Just like Thanks for the suggestion, anyway. Yeah, all good. All right, so oh, you're man. up now, Jason. So let's see if you can close out the round. What else you got? Um, so is it just like in Arizona or yeah, it's Air, Air, it's Cardinals all-time Cardinals history. Oh, so God. from from St. Louis to all time. Um, Chicago. Uh, Otis Anderson, anyway. Otis Anderson? I didn't even know he was on the Cardinals. <laughs> um, Otis Anderson, oh number one, actually, all time. He's at 46. I'm trying to think. I remember David Johnson was breaking all these guys' records, but I just can't think of any of their names now. Um <laughs> 
I'll, I'll say Stump Mitchell. Stump Mitchell. I had I had to like double check my uh, writing on this one. <laughs> Stump Mitchell is number five on this list with no- thirty-two. So so far you got the number one, the number four, and number five on this list. You're missing two and three with no strikes. Five is thirty-two. Oh God. Um. This is where I struggle now. Uh, Beanie Wells. Beanie Wells. It didn't click. Beanie Wells is where it goes. Uh, number twelve with twenty-four. All right, Jay. You got two and three remaining, and now one strike. I'll go with Alex's answer, Edron James. Edger and James, it's all about the you, but not tonight. He's 19th with 16. That should make Alex feel better anyway. <laughs> all right, Jay, you only got one strike remaining, sir, and two and three on this list. Uh, these are probably guys I've never heard of, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I'll say Kyler Murray, even though he's not even close to 33. It's a good guess, but wrong. Oh, hell no! He's 15th with 20. 15th, not too shabby uh, for his young career to be on that list. All right, Alex, I'm going to go to you first, give you a chance to steal it. Do you got number two or number three on this list? No. No. He says no. <laughs> They're probably both from before the before the nineties. No way. Robert, the fan of the year, what say you? And you better not be Googling. I'm gonna I've thought about Jim Otis from the St. Louis era Cardinals or Roland. I mean I a nice tribe. <laughs> Johnny Rowland was six with 27. Very close, close, but no cigar. <laughs> close, no cigar to say the least. Number two was Wayne Morris with 37. And number three, John David Crow with 33. If you don't know, now you know. Jason, you have taken that round. Good job, sir. Let's go to round number two, and we're going to test your fandom tonight. Top five answers on the board. Opponents. So I'll get in the mind frame of opponents. I want the top five in your history that you have the best winning percentage against. Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Philadelphia. The The Eagles. Robert, you got a guess? I'm going to say Chicago Bears could have been playing them since the 1920s. The Bears. All right, we got, what's that? We got 29 more to go. Uh, or Alex, we'll start with you. What say you? <laughs> the Rams. The Rams. Oh, no, what am I? Miss gracious. Jason, what say you? 
I'm going to go AFC. Um, yeah. Say Texans. The Texans. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. La inscripción abierta para el mercado de seguros médicos de ACA ya está aquí. Si desea inscribirse en un nuevo plan de salud o actualizar el actual, GetCoveredIllinois.gov puede ayudarle a navegar las opciones de cobertura médica para encontrar un plan de salud de calidad. Averigüe si califica para recibir ayuda financiera y obtenga asistencia gratuita para la inscripción. Nuestros navegadores locales están aquí para usted. Su cobertura médica comienza en GetCoveredIllinois.gov. The Houston Texans, uh, you know, good uh, good for you for this. They're number three on this list. They are, you are three and two all time against the Texans. All right, so you got it, Jay. You got one, two, four, and five remaining on this list. What else you got? Uh, the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. Since we already went around with one, you automatically had one. So that's two strikes. My friend, you're on the cusp of losing it here. You got a lot of meat on the bone. Give me another team you guys are really good against. The Lions? Hold on. Hold on, Robert. It's not you. It's still Jason. It's all right. You, I'll, I'll give you a chance in a sec. Um, the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> The Detroit Lions. Yo, just for that, that should just be an X just anyway. Stop it. Get some help. All right, Robert, I'm going to give you a chance first here to steal it. Give me a team you think you guys are good against. That's a tough one. We've done well against – okay, it won't, let's see. That's a tough one. We can put the Cowboys. We've played them a lot since the – Early days in the a- NFC East. So the da- – uh, ma- well, not America's team. The Cowboys. <laughs> Almost got caught up. Almost got him. <laughs> Alex, what say you, sir? A lot of meat on this bone. I mean, they were bad for a long time, so it's hard to, like – the Washington professional football team? The professional team? What? Jason, you get round two. I mean, all right, here it is. So you got the Jags at four and two. They were number one on this list. You guys are four and two all time against the Jaguars. Number two on this list, the Titans, eight and four all time against the Titans. The Bucks are number four on this list. You are eleven and ten all time against the Bucks, and the Falcons are number five on this list, sixteen and fifteen. You guys are all time against the Falcons. All right, now Jason did end up winning, but we'll play the last final round just for fun. We're gonna go top five answers on the board. 
Here's the question. We're going to go opposite end of the blast question. Give me the top five five opponents you have the worst winning percentage against. 49ers. The 49ers. Packers. The Green Bay Packers. I'll try again with the Dallas Cowboys. We had a we got kicked by them a lot over the years in the NFC East. You try to push those Cowboys. Like I said, this is testing that fanhood, and at least you didn't know tonight. Now you're going to walk away knowing. Alex, what say you, sir? I mean, who can't they beat? Uh, the Panthers. The Pan- the Carolina Panthers? Yeah. They are on this list. The Carolina Panthers are number three. At, you guys are four and 12 all Holy time crap. against the Panthers. Unreal. All right, you got control, Alex. Go ahead. What else you got? Um. Oh, this is going to hurt. Uh, the Steelers. The Steelers? Um, the Ravens. The Ravens say nevermore. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. Jay? (gasps) Jay? Can you steal it, Jay? (laughs) You really don't hold back with those videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets even better. Jason, what say you, sir, on uh, tonight? Do you have a have a closeout on this one? Worst winning percentage. Patriots. The New England Patriots, not on this list. Robert, you got one? We'll throw a team we haven't played against for a long time, the Chicago Bears. The, ba- <laughs> the Bears. Boy, you're really pushing the same teams, and no, you're wrong again. So, just so you guys know, going into this year, number one on this list, the Denver Broncos. You guys are 1-9-1 all time against the Broncos. Number two, I'm proud to say, America's team, the Miami Dolphins. You are 3-10 and all time against the boys from South Beach. Number four is the Chiefs. You guys are 3-9-1 and against the Chiefs. And at number five, San Diego, well, L.A. now, Chargers, 4-10 and 10 all time. Jay, you're the winner tonight, so congratulations, sir. And as tradition on our show, the losers, come the losers, go the spoils. Come on. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. What a game to say the least. Jay, you really took it to him tonight. Very impressive. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the fantasy show, the people are going to talk fantasy. Crazy enough. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. 
Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? <laughs> Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Mike, night, night, sorry, and now possible twist. You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget tssfantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. The Fantasy Show of the People indeed is going to talk fantasy for once. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Don't forget, use promo code TSS. Are you ready? I'm ready! 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 ready. Well, we got to start with the man, the myth, the legend. We've been talking about him all, all night. Kyler Murray. 14 games last year, come in at QB number 10, still in the top 10, not playing a full season of games. Quite frankly, very impressive to me. Last year, I had him high. I had him pretty high. I think I had him number two or something last year. It didn't come into where, but I like the consistency with Kyler Murray. I like the fact, honestly, in a fantasy perspective, that the defense has gotten a little bit worse. To be honest with you, I'm, you know, no offense to our Cardinals, our friends here, but if that defense is a little worse, and Kyler Murray is going to be a hot commodity come fantasy because he's going to have to be throwing you into football games. So this year, right now, I have him as my QB number four. What say you, Justin, on where Kyler Murray is? I got him at QB six. Um, I love what he does. Uh, he had the highest completion percentage for deep balls last year. And guess what? He just got a deep ball threat. Marquise Brown. So I'm loving all of that. If you're in a league that gives you 40 yard extra points for 40 yard passing touchdowns, yeah, that's going to be money right there, money in the bank. Um, also, I love that a lot of people thought that Kyler Murray was going to get shut down as far as like running the ball in last year when um, they had James Conner run for obviously 18 touchdowns. Little stats to know here: he had the fourth most red zone attempts the fourth most yards and the fourth most touchdowns for a QB last year. Dude's still a running threat. Dude's still going to go on the goal line. He's still going to grab his touchdowns. He is still a bona fide guy. It's really about placement at this point. He could go four to six range for me. For me, it's him, Wilson, and Lamar. Very interchangeable. 
Um, obviously, Wilson and Kyler don't do what Lamar does with his legs, but Lamar really doesn't do with his arm what either of those guys do either. So both very, all three very interchangeable. I like Kyler's chances this year to be a top five QB for sure. Yeah, add Hopkins, if he's in for a full season, he, he would be probably QB one or two for me again. Um, for sure. Nick, what say you on Kyla Murray this year? Here right now I have Kyler Murray ranked at number five. Uh, again, he threw, he was only, uh, he was only in there for 14 games. So he would have had over 4,000 yards last season. Um, his throwing touchdowns are low. It's 24. I mean, even what's that? Uh, e- even if he was in there for, for a full season, I don't think he would have hit 20. Maybe he would hit twenty. So, well, it's three three games. You mean okay. thirty? You mean thirty? I'm sorry, third. I'm sorry, my fault. Thirty. Uh, would he hit thirty? I I don't know. So, um, but he was, ironically, he was the third leading rusher on the team with four hundred and twenty three yards. Uh, with their defense, as Jason said, with with their defense um, being as low ranked as they are. It's great for him because he's got to throw the ball and and run it. So so that's going to just elevate his his ADP. And right now his his ADP he is the uh, fifth quarterback off the board, and currently he sits at 59th overall. So you know it's that's that that's a nice fifth round uh, pick right there for for you. Um, so again, he's he is definitely. Uh, top five quarterback, and you can't go wrong with him. Yeah, indeed. All right, Alex, what say you, sir, on Kyler? You think we got him right? Yeah, I mean, he's around there. You know, depending on what the Chargers offense is going to look like, that's going to be stupid <clears throat> with Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and that's top three. And then the the wild children of this are Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, are they just going to pound the rock in Tampa Bay? Probably not. You know, and he's got all the weapons. Aaron Rodgers has no weapons. Um, I think that's going to say more for Christian Watson than anything. But, like, yeah, he'll be around there. I mean, I, I, I feel like it's not necessarily touchdowns for him that are necessary. He's going to get so many yards just in general, whether it be rushing or throwing the ball. And he's one of the better quarterbacks getting into the end zone inside the red zone. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think could he be the top-ranked fantasy football player if he plays 17 weeks? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, you know the Buffalo is going to start running the ball with the, the uh, amount of success they saw uh, towards the second half of last season. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been what he was his second year, even though he's still Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah, if you tell me he's first cool, if you tell me he ends up eighth or ninth, I'd understand that also. Jay, what say you? Do you like where we got him? Yeah, top, top five for sure uh, for me, as long as he stays healthy. Um, he's kind of the last couple of years now he's dropped off in the, the latter half of the season. Uh, so if he can maintain that MVP level of play through the first eight games and continue it into the, the back end of the year, uh, there's no reason why he can't be, you know, top three or first even. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's got like he's got no shortage of weapons. Um, right. When Hopkins comes back, uh, AJ Green still, you know, he can still produce. He was a bit, he fell off a bit in the second half. Of, well, the whole team fell off in the second half of last season. Uh, but after his kind of boneheaded play against Green Bay, he kind of wasn't the same player, but uh, I think if he, he can start the season strong and then Hopkins comes back, maybe it will serve the offense well to, to learn to play without Hopkins in the first few games. 
and I can definitely see, yeah, I can definitely see Kyler uh, top five for sure. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. Robert, what say you? You like where uh, Kyler is for for us? Yes, I do. And I think having Ronnie Hudson back will play a major role in that. He's one of the best and most underrated centers in the NFL. That yeah, you definitely need your big guy under center to take you to the next level, to say the least. I agree with you. Absolutely mm-hmm. great, great point. Let's go on to the running backs. I mean, let, we've talked about him a few times. James Conner, um, you know, again, he was somebody that I looked at to. I was kind of shied away from. But last year he was great, number five overall um, in, in certain formats. Um, this year right now, again, because uh, uh, I think they're going to lean more on the passing game. And he had, like I mentioned earlier, he had a lot of touchdowns last year. Sometimes, you know, game script and flow doesn't necessarily mean dictate you're going to always see those touchdowns. So I kind of see him down as a downturn a little bit. Right now I got him at 11th, but as the summer vacation goes along, like I said, once it's over, I'm going to redo my stuff. I think I'm going to sneak sneak him back up in the top 10, maybe at 10 somewhere is where I'm going to have him. Daryl Williams, um, Nick, you mentioned him earlier. Um, Eno Benjamin, don't forget him as well. And by the way, Eno, I know you're not watching, but it's very disrespectful to not even answer my request to come on my show. All right, Justin, what say you, sir? You know what? Ooh? Uno? What? Ooh? Yeah, forget about that guy. I, I, that ship has sailed and it's buried at the bottom of the ocean. Um, for uh, for this team, James Conner is the big guy, but I don't like him this year because it's hard to replicate a big touchdown season. It's not hard to replicate a season where, you know, like a Derrick Henry where he goes off yards and he goes off touchdowns. This was strictly touchdowns. Like, Conner was brought in – and he was pushed as the goal line back. And then when he was pushed to be the main back, he was good because he got like two touchdowns a game. But guess what? When it came to yardage, he had his lowest yards per carry ever in his career. He was having extreme lows. He played the most games that he had last year. And, you know, he only had 752 yards. So I'm looking at this guy. I'm looking big regression candidate is what I have a label for him. Big regression candidate. Um, it does worry me he's never had a 1,000 yards in his career on the ground. Um, and it also worries me that Darrell Williams is there. Darrell Williams was very efficient in the passing game last year. He had 47 receptions, 450 yards. Um, he was a big goal line back. He had, um, I believe, a top 10 in goal line carries last year. So I would not be surprised if Darrell Williams – swipes a couple of those touchdowns, those goal line touchdowns we were needing from James Conner last year. And I think he'll take a couple. Just because the value on him is so up this year, I am down on him. If it was last year's James Conner value, I'd be like, go grab him all day long. But now that he's up in that echelon of being like a solid running back two, like high-end running back two, I'm completely off of him. I will let somebody else take that, you know, and I'll say, okay, cool. You can have James Conner. I'll take, you know, Aaron Jones or whoever, A.J. Dillon that falls behind. Somebody who's got more potential this year uh, instead of riding on the backs of, you know, possibly a huge regression candidate. Nick, what say you on the running backs? Uh, right now I have him ranked at number 12, and that was, again, solely based on his touchdown production. Uh, like Justin said, he's, he's never broken – uh, a thousand yard season. I think the most he's, he's, he's ever had is like eight, 
80 something around there when he's in Pitt, Pittsburgh. Um, I'm sure Justin's got to double, double check my numbers, but, uh, yeah. So, so like I said, he had, he had 15 touchdowns last season and right now that's pulling him in at the 16th running back off the board and 34th overall. So again, he's going to be touchdown dependent. You know, nobody likes to hear that word about a, about, about a fancy player, but right now that is, that is where he stands. And Daryl Williams is going to be taking, uh, touchdowns and, uh, yards, yards from him. So, uh, in the words of one of our great friends, draft with caution. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. Nick, um, Justin will not be checking that record. He's too busy drowning at that water bottle. Jason, 973. 973. <laughs> okay, so even better. He had his yep. stick in there. Jason, let's say you start on the running backs. <laughs> yeah, I think um, statistically it is very unlikely that he will match those fantasy numbers again this season. Uh, you know, a lot of touchdowns kind of fell into his hands with Chase Edmonds, who we had last year, was kind of, Carrying the load up the up the field, then James Conner would finish it off. Uh, so, as you said, Daryl Williams will take some of those red zone carries this year. Um, well, James Conner as well. He he shouldn't be underrated as a pass catcher himself. He was he had some great moments last year with one handed catches and had some nice highlight reel catches. And he's he's just a good safety blanket for Kyler. Um, as the doctor said at the start of the show, he what was his catch rate? Something ridiculous. It's like ninety one. Yeah, it was ninety five point nine. It was yeah. like ninety five percent. It was it was insane. You you hit it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think he he won't match last year's numbers. It'll be diluted a bit uh, with with the touchdowns coming down. Um, and Eno Benjamin as well. Uh, I'll be the guy that backs him up on this show. Uh, he <laughs> he had some he had some good moments himself last last season. And I think Cliff Kingsbury said recently in a press conference that you know he's he's come on a lot and he's he's going to get a lot more carries this year. Uh, so hopefully we can see a kind of more running back by committee approach and avoid any uh, wear and tear on, on James Conner. To be fair to Eno Benjamin, no player answers my DM. So <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's Alex, what say you, An- sir? Another bad phrase for fantasy owners, running back by committee. Yep, the worst. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's a good transition for me. I, I think there, there's going to be a downturn. I think it's a good thing for the offense. Like, like talking about the Arizona Cardinals on the field, you know, right when they started relying on James Conner to be the number one, everything kind of fell apart. So you want him to be, and it was rightfully so because DeAndre Hopkins was out at that point, but you don't want to rely on running through a 26 year old running back who's had injury concerns in the past. I call it being Arian fostered what Pittsburgh did where it's like, they just 
run and Christian McCaffrey at this point, like you just run them into the ground for three years and then they're never the same again. You're hoping to alleviate that for the next three years with James Conner. And you want him to touch the ball 65% of the time. You don't want him to have an 85% touch share. Like them bringing in Daryl Williams, him touching the ball 20%, and then the 15% for Eno Benjamin, whoever the hell else is going to be. Like that's a gold mine for the Cardinals. And I hope that his numbers drop. Like that means that other things are working in the Cardinals offense. You don't necessarily need to rely on James Conner. Robert, so I'd you say like- mid-teens. I say mid-teens, and I don't think that's a bad thing. No, it's it's not. I mean, he's definitely not a bad RB2, as you know, Justin was alluding to earlier. Robert, do you like James Conner going to this year? Think he's going to have a big season? I think so, and I like the depth at running back with Conner, Eno, Ward, and Daryl. I'm, I'm very excited about our depth at running back. I yeah, just I mean, hope our offensive line opens up some holes for those running backs to run through. And I want to see some passing, some passing plays, too, by, for those running backs. Yeah, I mean, like I said, James Conner with that great catch rate certainly could be a good PPR guy, to say the least. All right, let's go on to the receivers. We know we know Hopkins, unfortunately, is suspended uh, for, for now six games, which is a lot in fantasy, quite frankly. That's more than half the season, pretty much, or close to half the season. Um, and, you know, you're not having this player, so when do you draft him? That's going to be the big question. Or do you draft him? That's, of course, a big question. I'm afraid, you know, there's always been those guys where you're like, take that chance on, and then you're holding and holding and holding and holding. And then it, and then by the time he gets fresh and he's ready, it's already over with, and your team's already out. So that's the kind of thing that scares me with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Marquise Brown, obviously, we talked about him coming back um, last year. That was in 16 games. He was 25th overall. Um, this year, I have him ranked 21st, but I, I think I'm going to bump him up a bit. Um, a little bit more, like I said, after this, you know, the season's over, after this little summer vacation's over. Um, I kind of like him going into the season, at least to start, if he's healthy, as Robert mentioned to earlier. Um, A.J. Green, um, talking about him last year, 42nd. That was in 20 last year, so still at least producing um, somewhat. And again, with DeAndre Hopkins out, they're going to need a big body guy. He seems like he fit that role pretty well. Rondell Moore also, he was 58th, or excuse me, 85th last year. Um, I have him 58th. So Christian Kirk, by the way, he was 28th. He led you guys last year in fantasy with 28 last year. Uh, Justin, who do you like in this receiving core? All of them except for A.J. Green. Um, A.J. Green to me is another guy you can just kick to the curb. They brought him back probably just to fill in that X role while um, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. But the reality of it is, is really what did he do last year? He had a couple of good games, but overall, like you look at the body of work for him, he wasn't really fantastic. He wasn't the AJ Green of the past. And I don't think we should safely assume that he's ever going to be that. Um, as far as Hopkins goes, I've been snagging him safely in 11th round of drafts and loving it because that's a third, fourth receiver. I can afford to put him on the bench for six weeks and then he comes back and he's my wide receiver one i'll take that all day long and that's something that really should get out there be smart about that go out and grab yourself some deandre hopkins share because he is dropping like you know he's 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 really he's dropping he's dropping hard right now into the 10th 11th round uh marquis brown love marquis brown he had everything you needed from him last year 149 targets 91 receptions 
1,000 uh, yards. If he can get his touchdowns up, that would be fantastic. He would boost himself securely into the top 24. I think he's going to be a top 12 this year because I do believe that connection with him and Kyler is going to go really strong in the first part of the season. And then I think it's just going to continue for the rest of the year. Um, and then one guy to talk about is Rondale Moore. I really like Rondale Moore. I think that they need to get him more involved in the passing offense. Um, last year, they really focused on the short game with him. They threw a lot of screens to him, and they just kind of kept him at a distance. I mean, his A dot last year was 3.3 yards. So you just imagine this guy was just barely getting it, barely getting going. He was getting the ball thrown at him. I would love to see him used more primarily in the slot role, maybe have him run a cross pattern or something, you know, maybe a nice five yard slant, then get him the ball and see what he can do. He's a really fast, shifty guy. And in open field, I think he can really do some work. Um, and yeah, I mean, another guy maybe is Antoine Wesley. I mean, that might be a little bit of a absolute lawn dart at this point, but um, he did help them uh, down the line last year. So maybe he fills into a role. Justin, name dropping to impress our Arizona guests. Nick, what say you, sir? Wow, that was that was the biggest word salad I heard in a long time. Um, wow, you can you can talk, dude. All right, so right now, uh, I, I have I have um, uh, I've. No, you can't it. obviously, and you can't talk. That's obvious. No, I know. I have Marquise Brown <laughs> at number twenty-two because because he's going to be the the leading receiver coming coming into the team on on the roster right now. Hopkins, I have him at forty-seven, but like what Cooper said, you're going to draft him, and then by the time he's probably even worthy of doing anything, it's going to be week seven, week eight, and your season's already over. So I would steer clear from him. Uh, and then I have, um, at 57, I have, I have Rondell Moore. Uh, as far as he, he goes, he's, he was, he was active last season, but he had, he hit, hit that wall and then he started to drop in some, some passes. And then, uh, I actually found him a lot on, on the, uh, waiver wire uh, across, uh, different leagues. So again, he's, he's won a draft as, as far as being on Arizona. Uh, the the two most comfortable receivers that I have is going to be Marquise Brown, and number number two is Zach Ertz. Whenever we talk about tight ends, okay, great segue, Nick. We're not there yet, Alex. What say you, sir, on the receivers? Yeah, I'm not drafting anybody. This is the new New Orleans Saints. I mean, it's only mm-hmm. Drew Brees. It's only Kyler Murray. Like it was Marcus Colston, Devery Henderson, and Robert Meacham, and it was just. Whoever he wants to be the number one receiver is going to be that week. And I feel like that's exactly what it's going to be with Kyler Murray. You know, um, talking about tight ends, that's the only guy that I would draft is, is Zach Ertz. I know we haven't talked about it yet, but that's it. It's the only guy. Jay, you got somebody in this receiving core you like? Yeah, I have to agree. It's just there's too many options and there's a lot of a lot of firepower there. So I can't see anyone being in the top 10 in the league or anything like that. Um. I think if you're looking for a lower down receiver, I think over the first six games, AJ Green might, he's the big option on the outside for Kyler. Um, and he had a decent start last season. So I could see him uh, doing well with Hopkins, not in the, not in the fold. Uh, I do see Rondell Moore doing better than last year. Cliff Kingsbury's talked about putting him in the offense more and uh, designing more routes for him. So hopefully he does that. Um, 
but yeah, in terms of a top tier, top ten receiver, I, I don't see it. I think there's the share, the the load is going to be shared by everyone. I think that's sound advice on AJ Green too. Get him, you know, when he's got his fresh legs early, and then of course, you know, as father time and the season wears on, he might fade out like he did last year. Robert, anyone on this receiving core you like, sir? We'll see what happens with Marquise. Uh, is a hamstring. If his hamstring's not ready for a week one, we could be in deep trouble. But I do expect Rondo Moore to have a better season and I expect Antoine West to do well and Greg Dort. So we have a lot of depth at receiver. Yeah, you got a lot of depth. And if, you know, if Marquise Brown goes down, then, you know, you're talking about Rondell Moore, you know, Justin, you're talking about him stepping up. That's going to be his time to step up, to say the least. All right, let's go on to the tight end. You guys are writing a segue on. I appreciate that. Um, last year, Zach Ertz, you know, obviously with the trade coming over from Arizona, still ended up as the number 10, top 10 tight end. And when you're talking about a position in fantasy that's like a barren wasteland, a desert, so to speak, no pun intended, um, you know, that a, a, not a bad tight end to pick up. I think all of our guys are hot on him as well. I got him this year at number nine, just a little bit above what he did last year. As you guys just mentioned, there's a lot of options on this team. So I just don't know if he's going to be, you know, your top, top tight end, top five, but he's still in your top 10. So he's still one of those tight ends that you're want to go, going to go out and get. Um, you know, where do you get him, though, is the question. Of course, we'll, you know, get that further down the line. Down the line. Justin, what say you on Zach Ertz? I can't. What? You're on mute. Top 10. He's my uh, tight end number 10 right now. Uh, also, another guy to look out for is if they maybe start running more tight end sets. Trey McBride was the most ready tight end coming out of college. He can block. He can catch. He's the everyday man. He's he's probably Zach Ertz, but just a little bit shorter and a little less athletic. But, um, yeah, I mean, Zach Ertz has the definite chance to be a top 10 tight end. Uh, the work that he put in last week or last year with uh, Kyler Murray really showed. And uh, hopefully he just builds off of that. All right, Nick, let's not fawn over um, Zach Ertz all night. What do you have to say on Zach? Uh, right now, uh, Zach, Zach is in his twilight of his, of his career. So uh, he was a third leading receiver last season uh, with, only 574 yards and three three touchdowns, but I'm gonna expect more out of him because this year he's coming in and uh, full uh, with with the OTAs and they have to pick up the the playbook and kind of learn on the fly. So right now I have him at ranked. I have him at 10 and his ADP is nine and it's 94th overall. So you could probably get him round 13, 14, so, somewhere around there. Sounds like a good safe play, Alex. What say you, sir, on the tight on um, well on the tight end? Yeah, I mean, I think he could definitely replicate what happened last year. I, I think his touchdowns are going to go up. Like he, he could have a James Conner like not eighteen touchdowns, but he could have ten touchdowns, and he's going to get a lot of targets. Like on where he, where Kyler Murray doesn't know where to throw the ball, he's going to be looking for Zach Ertz. Like we saw immediately the cohesion between the two of them, and I think that's going to carry over more potently than pretty much anything else that we've seen like that's he's got his safety blanket now and you can't teach six, four. So in the red zone and around, mm-hmm. you know, inside the five yard line, look for a lot of chip and chip and outs, you know, hopefully they'll do away with the fade uh, this year and really just look at, Hey, you're a six, four run five yards, turn around in the middle of the end zone. 
You can't teach 6-4. I totally agree. Jay, what say you, sir? Yeah, uh, same again. You know, Zacharts is he, him and Kyler had an instant connection last season. Uh, there was the odd moment that he'd run the, the wrong route or anything, something like that. So if they kind of clean that up even more this year, then it should, uh, they should only get stronger. Uh, if Trey McBride lives up to the, hit, the hype, um, he should come on strong as the season goes on. Might take a bit of that chair away from Zacharts. Uh, and I'll just mention Max Williams as well. He's underrated tight end who's coming back from injury. Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't know what I draft him. I don't think I'll go that far, but he's got some nice production uh, the last couple of years. Uh, so it's a strong tight end room overall, definitely. Being a fantasy guy, definitely have picked up Max Williams a week or two when I was desperate, say the least. Robert, do you like Zach Ertz going in or any of the other tight ends going in the season? I'm very happy we are presently and in the future with Ertz and McBride. So I'm really excited. Yeah, you got the best of both worlds. Like you said, you got the veteran, you got the young guy. Um, so good things going on for Arizona. Should be an exciting year. We want to thank you guys for coming in tonight. Hope you guys had a great time. Um, we like cel- we love celebrating each team. Arizona has been a fun one. Alex, I'm going to give this is your plug time. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and, you know, follow all your great material, sir. Thanks. Yeah. Um, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. You can follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards Monday through Friday on YouTube and free and available wherever you get your platform, Locked on Cardinals. All right. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Lock on to the cards this year. All right, Jay, what say you, sir? Follow. Where do we follow? Subscribe and get all your great stuff. Yeah, just, just on Twitter, uh, at con- uh, No Context Cardinals. Um, don't expect a high level of analysis and in-depth looks at games. It's just <laughs> stupid pictures and memes. So, uh, yeah, don't don't get your expectations too high in terms of uh, football analysis and fantasy analysis. But uh, if you want to laugh, then follow the page. It doesn't say no context for a reason, to say the least. All right, Robert, my friend, let everyone know where we can subscribe, follow. I know you're the Cardinals fan of the year, so I know you want to get some uh, plug time on that. Let us know where we can follow all your great stuff, sir. You can follow me at Rob of AZ Bird Gang. That's my Twitter thing, and I put it in the private chat. And also, nominations for Fan of the Year start this coming Saturday. You don't have to live in your team's market in order to win Fan of the Year, so I've had that common question. So you all have any questions about any Fan of the Year stuff? Um, no, I mean, so where would, where, where would people go to vote? I'll let, maybe that'll be a quick you, question. You, you where do, do they by, go to vote for you guys? You do it by nomination. So you can nominate yourself, you can nominate a relative or a friend of yours. All right, I'm going to nominate Nick for sure. (laughs) All right, right, guys. Well, we appreciate you, Robert. Appreciate you coming here. Everyone go check him out as well. Fan of the year, 2021 for the cards. Red Sea Rise, we appreciate you guys, and we are out. Okay, thank you. We're on a mission.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 